Sweets around the world, around the globe. It is take one thirty. We've got we've got a great show today. It is it is Oscar season, baby. It is the day, the biggest award show of the year. We're gonna talk about how we're doing. I'm in a different time zone than the time zone I'm normally in. TC, oh, that was a nice little burp. Been eating some cereal. Uh, <coughs> TC's gonna talk about some stuff he was doing this week. We'll talk about the few favorite things that we watched. We've got some movie news, and then it's Mortal Kombat. Get over here. Get Oscar here is the name of the take. We're going to talk about the movies from the 90s, the new one, and then we're swinging right over to our Oscar reactions. We cannot wait. It is the big day. It is your boy, Sweet Keeks. Oh, my gosh. God. Let's go. Get Oscar. Get Oscar. Cereal caught caught in my throat. Get Oscar here. That is one of my... I'm proud of that title. It's a shining moment. It is. I feel like I, I feel like people should be impressed with that title. <laughs> it's, it's I, a, I, as soon as I read it, I got it. It's too. One of, so that was that. yeah. It's one of the best I've done in a while. So that's off to myself. It, actually, it really is. Thank you, thank you. A lot of these titles that we make, guys, are just spur of the moment. <laughs> 11 o'clock at night, like, oh, frick, what, what do we call the pod? Sometimes they'll be super creative, and sometimes they'll just be so plain. Yeah, week. Um, my week was good. I had a good week. How's how's Raleigh, Geeks? Yeah, uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. It is, it's beautiful out here. It's a great little combo. Kind of, Becky said this earlier. Um, when we got here Thursday last week. She said... It's like a combo of the south and the east. So you got like a lot of like those brick homes. You got that east vibe, but a little bit of that southern vibe too. It's great. Nice. nice. Good little barbecue. So we went to the Cheesecake Factory. Uh, again? Just the just the place you can go anywhere there's a decently sized city. We went there. That's amazing. Can't miss. Yeah. And <laughs> we got hot dogs on Friday on Thursday night when we got in. That was pretty I'll good. I'll tell you, one of the... One of the, I think, most, I wouldn't say controversial, what I'm trying to say. I would say one of the greatest pieces of advice or things you said on this over this pod, Keeks, is that you would rather take a good hot dog over a good hamburger. I, I think it's like a good 100%, 100% beef dog. It, it, it's just superior. It, and I, I can't explain I don't why, know. but I think most people would agree. A good hot dog always hits. Oh, it always hits. Dude, and the choices, like the the carrier that a hot dog bun is over a hamburger, you can just layer like the chili in if you want. Oh, the nice and a nice bite. Love that. It's great. Um, uh, haven't seen Michael Jordan yet, but uh, looking forward. Yeah, to it. <laughs> hunt, hunt him down. Um, yeah. <laughs> speaking of bites, I went to uh, Wingstop uh, this last Monday. Terrific. We got uh, Kenley and I just got done with the gym, and I was wearing a Wingstop shirt to the gym <laughs> and uh where did, you, where did you get the wing stop shirt from again? ralph shout out ralph if you're listening oh that's right <laughs> he introduced me to wing stop and then that trickled down to me introducing and him introducing and everybody else introducing people to wing stop so that's your call to action this week folks if you're ready and craving some wings go to wing stop and go grab some wing stop is the louisiana pepper wings. i mean louisiana louisiana rub lemon pepper Hickory smoked barbecue, Ooh. Korean barbecue, great flavors. 
And you can't really go wrong. No, no. So I, I looked. I looked over at Kennedy, and it was her birthday um, last weekend. I was like, "Hey," I was like, "You want to go to Wingstop for your birthday?" Just kind of kidding. And she's like, "Let's go right now." I was like, "Down, spontaneous Wingstop trip." It was fantastic. There, there is nothing better than when you're planning on making dinner, and you jokingly throw out, "We should go out here," and your wife is like, "Down, let's go," or vice versa. Yep. She's like, "We should go here." And you're like, "Let's perfect. go." Then you don't have to cook. You spend money. You go. To yep. <laughs> I, I Double whammy. I do love it. Oh my. Uh, God. Anything else? What else? And anything else you've been up to this week? No, that's about that's about it. So. Okay. Favorite things that we watched. I want. I want to start, okay. and then we can go into you because you teased yours last week. Um, I for the first time, I've watched almost all of the documentary shorts and the short subject. Uh. Shorts. Oh. Nominated for Oscars. It's awesome. They're awesome. Because you get like 90-minute movie content condensed into like 20, 25 minutes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And The Present and Two Distant Strangers are streaming on Netflix. And White Eyes is streaming on HBO Max. White Eyes is my favorite. It is a one-take uh, short film about a man who loses his, his bike and he finds it chained outside of this butcher shop and his quest to figure out who has it and who stole it and turns out it, there, there's some twists and some turns that it becomes bigger than just him wanting to find his bike. People's like nationalities get involved and deportation gets involved and it all takes place in Israel. So super, it was super interesting because you do get these foreign shorts from places that like you're not used to seeing. Sure. So the present is about Palestinians crossing over into Israel to buy a present. And you get to see like what a reaction is for Palestinians in Israel and kind of that conflict, which I don't know anything about. And I'm not going to sit here and try to pretend. But it was interesting just for that those, those 25 minutes that I got to see it. And then Two Distant Strangers was just a fun watch. And I watched one of the documentary, short subject documentaries about um, the protests in Hong Kong. I don't remember what it's called. Okay. But it was really good. Gotcha. Yeah. Awesome. And most of them are free. Yeah. And um, what was the one on HBO Max called again? White Eyes. White. That was my favorite of them. So I'm rooting for that one to get nominated, to get, to get, to win. It looks like the present is going to win. Gotcha. Though. Gotcha. Both from Israel. That was really interesting. One of them has Oscar Isaac in it. I don't remember oh, what it's called. Cool. It's about a male, it's about a mailman in prison system like reading prisoners mail before they send it over to them that's awesome that's sweet that one's like seven bucks to rent which isn't bad i would have it just didn't let me on my laptop for some yeah reason. yeah um so next year i do want to watch all of the short subject stuff because i mean it's like 20 minutes you can watch all of them like, in the time you'd watch it's like an episode oh that that's great actually it is like watching just a episode. quick little episode kidding me um speaking of yeah speaking of that's sweet um Man, I, I just wonder what, how much work goes into making a short too, like that. It's got to be a ton of work. Obviously, I mean, they look movie. They quality do. Stuff. They do look movie yeah. quality. Amazing. No idea. Uh, so sweet. Well, my favorite thing that I watched was finally finished the Good Place. I teased this last take. It's a good little watch. It's four seasons. You have about fifty episodes. Let me double check that. But uh, you have. These, I mean, kind of a spoiler, but the first episode you have this um, lady, Eleanor, and she's played by Kristen Bell, and she's in the good place, but she's like, I was not a good person. 
why am I in the good place? So she's taking an identity of somebody else and she's got to figure out and keep it under wraps that she's in the good place and then she meets some people on the way. And it's just it's just kind of got a good little message behind it too. And um, it's got some fun twists, some fun little reveals. Um, so if you guys are looking for a new show to watch, that will be short that you can probably watch. And I mean, if you're watching a, a show like two, three episodes a night, you can probably finish this within a month and some change. I highly recommend The Good Place. Oh. I'd give it an A minus slash sweet. Oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah. I would say I would say the first season's the best season, um, which is kind of a bummer because the next three that follow are not as good as the first season. They're still good, but that peak and that high for me personally was the first season. Oh, okay. but it still has. But I, I mean, I've heard great things about it. It's it still ever since it's yeah, come out. and it still has good momentum from season two, three, and four. And I think the ending is f- fantastic. But definitely the peak, the best season is season one. But I was impressed what they did with season two, three, and four following because I was like, man, that was really good season for the first season, and they followed it. So A minus last sweet. Definitely, definitely recommend watching The Good Place. And now uh, watching Shit's Creek, which is. Super funny, super sarcastic. Oh, what a delightful show. It, it is really, really quite funny. So I've probably several episodes in. So that's that's the next uh, TV show. That's your, that is your TV with TC segment, bringing it back. We have, we might need a full episode of TV with TC where we just talk TV. Oh, but, Actually, to tease, that is also in the works along with our favorite actors. Yes. There's so many TV shows that I want to watch, dude. It's just insane. There's not enough to there, watch. There isn't. So The Wire has immediately shot up to my top. Uh, I've just had a feeling I want to watch The Wire. Yeah, I've only seen um, a couple of episodes of that. It's pretty good. Um, I want to. I want to. Yeah, I mean, everyone always talks about it. I want to. I want to finish um, the recent season of Better Call Saul because I know there's one more season. So that's on my. That's on my TV radar. That's yeah. Sweet. Movie news. Love that. Movie news. Uh, movie news. We have uh, The Continental. That is a John Wick prequel series on Winston. Um, it's just amazing that John Wick was just a movie, as we kind of we we mentioned it last last take, and now we have a trilogy. We're gonna get another movie for John Wick, and now we're gonna get a prequel <laughs> series. So I actually think The Continental can be a really fun watch. Um, about the prequel and kind of the history behind Win- Winston, Winton, Winston and the Continental. What do you think? Sweet or sour? Or spoiled? That's a good... Uh, no, I would definitely say sweet, especially Winston is Ian McShane's character, so yep. who is also Hot Rod's dad yes. in Hot Rod. So I, I, I think what, what it's going to be really cool is you're going to see him younger and you're going to see kind of the roots of the hotel, maybe establishing the rules, why there are the rules... John Wick probably isn't born, or if he is, he's pretty young. Yeah. So there's a good chance that they cast a super young John Wick as like a cameo appearance. But I'm excited. I don't know where the show is going. I thought it was going to Showtime. So I would assume maybe it's going to Paramount Plus, I think is what I had heard. Mm. Or maybe Showtime. But either way, yeah, no, it'll be super excited. I haven't seen many like hints of John Wick 4 and what it's about. It comes out in about a year. So. You'd think that you're getting a title soon. Have to. Maybe in the next like two or three months, I'd keep a lookout for the title. Yeah. I think sweet. Okay, yep. You said, what, what do you think? Sweet, sweet for sure. Very sweet. Anything John Wick, very yeah. sweet. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Uh, next one. Can't Russell Crowe is Zeus in Thor: Love and Thunder. So <laughs> there you go. there you have it, folks. Our big boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was. You know, I look at I look at Russell Crowe right now, and it just you can tell he's enjoying himself. He's taking fun roles. Yep. He's having a blast. He's won his Academy Award. So what else does he need? You know, let, let him be in some more movies like Noah. <laughs> <laughs> I never actually saw that. Yeah, the, the Darren Aronofsky, oh my Darren Aronofsky's gosh. Noah. But uh, yeah, he was a nice guy's great watch. Oh, that was a great watch. Great watch. He was in Man of Steel. Superman's dad. Right. I always forget that. And now he's going to be Zeus. So go get your bag, Russell Crowe. Please, by all means, please, friend. Now, the next one is two big conf- confirmations for the MCU for the Secret Invasion series. Olivia Coleman, Oscar winner Olivia Coleman. Nah, she's not nominated this year for The Father, but she's great in The Father. And then Amelia Clark, that's it. I couldn't remember what her name was until right now. Amelia Clark, Daenerys, the Mother of Dragons, also cast in Secret Invasion, so that show's going to be stacked. When is Secret Invasion? Is that, that is, is that Disney Plus, right? Obviously. Yes, it is a scroll based, loosely based on the, I think it's also the Secret Invasion comic book arc where the scrolls come in and kind of like start impersonating some of the Avengers and some of the heroes. And there's a... Uh, might be called Secret War. Anyways, it's something along those lines, and it's going to be loosely adapting that comic line. Oh. Which is a historically great comic line. So awesome. Yeah. Very There's awesome. so much information. There's so much material that Marvel just just has just at their fingertips. Like, they, they just finished a great comic run called The King in Black, which is supposed to be really good. I've read bits and pieces. So there you go. There's another one. That they have to adapt. I believe it's a Venom storyline too. So, mm. and I just who knows? I just finished watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I know you have one more episode left, which we will review and talk about in uh, a future take. Um, Probably in like two weeks. Because next week, you know what take that's going to be? I don't. Wait, what is it? What? Come on. What is it? Are you serious? Oh my gosh, I'm embarrassed. You should. I'm you should be embarrassed. I don't blame you though. The the dates are getting mixed up right now. May the fourth prequel trilogy. Shut up. Oh review. my gosh. <laughs> Shut up, dude. Oh my gosh. That is you're next right. week. Yeah, that prequels. That's next week. Prequels. I cannot. W- I, dude, how how much do we love to hate watch the prequels? Yeah, I, I'm excited. To, I'm excited to talk about them though. So that will be next take, everybody. For take one thirty one, will be our prequel review for Star Wars. May the 4th. I'm very bashful. But, you know, okay, so I want to go back to the uh, – just very briefly before we go into our reviews of Mortal Kombat. We've watched – we've now seen WandaVision. We've seen Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And these these shows have blown up. Just when you think that Marvel kind of like, you know, like used up its whole bag of tricks, they're still in it. How, how does DC even – like how do they even keep up? There's no way that they can keep up. It's insane. Marvel has just established the recipe, the ingredients to have great entertainment, to have great storylines, and not not only that, but have characters you actually genuinely care about. After after yeah. watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier, my my love for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier 
through the roof now. Like I actually care about those characters much, much more than I did when watching the Avenger movies. I thought they were just kind of yep. B characters, like, oh, okay. But now I'm like, the Falcon might be one of my favorite superheroes now. Like he's so cool. It's it, how are the how is it that Marvel is gonna make these dumb, like like loose, like B C plot characters and DC can't even do Superman. They can't even do their main characters any justice. Yeah. It's sad. It's very sad. But, you know, rooting for DC yes. still. Still very much rooting for DC. Yes. Now, without any further ado, how, how do you do the thing? Get over here. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. That was really, that was actually really good. Have you ever played Mortal Kombat? Have you played oh Mortal man, Kombat? my older brothers would always play Mortal Kombat. Like my mom would have to say to my older brothers, like, don't play that game while Tanner's around because it's super graphic, pretty violent. Yeah, that was like what it's, that's what it's known that's, for. Yeah, that's what it's known In for. 1992 when and it came honestly, out. I feel like the universe for Mortal Kombat is actually pretty cool. Like the concept is cool. The characters are pretty cool. I don't know them nearly as much as like I know Marvel, and I don't even know Marvel <laughs> through all the ins and outs. But uh, um, the 1995 Mortal Kombat movie is it might be the best video game movie to me personally because I'm like Keeks and I talked about this last night. The bar is so low for video game movies. There's just not really any good ones. Like, they're just kind of like, they're not great. No, bad. Yeah. The, the, I, I guess the best one technically, according to Rotten Tomatoes, is Rampage, which I have not seen. Really? I haven't yes. seen that either. Dwayne The Rock Johnson was bragging about oh it. Oh, my gosh. Being at a, a 64%. Good for him. Good for him. I know. Brag about that. Our king. <laughs> um, well, anyways, the first Mortal Kombat, we're going to go a lot into the the new one, but the first one came out in 1995. It is pretty bad, but it's also got some charm to it because they play that theme song at least 15 times, which thank goodness. And this this came, this movie came out three years after the video came out. The video game came out in 1992. I was thinking of that. So that's pretty impressive that they, three years later, made make a movie. And I feel like Mortal Kombat, the 1995 one, has like just kind of a cult following. It does, in a way, and it also, so it was directed by Paul W.S. Anderson, who's like the king of making horrible video game movies now. He did the Resident Evil movies and now this Monster Hunter movie. It came out like this year, late last year. And it just, it's just got that, that something, you know, it's got a fun little cast. It's got a fun little plot, cool, practical effects, and it's not good by any means, but it does the best of what it can. I remember I used to be kind of scared of this movie when I was younger. Like my brother, I think oh, my brother yeah. went to the theater like three times to watch this. And then it would always be playing in the house. Cause my older brothers loved Mortal Kombat, <laughs> but, uh, um, I remember just some of the characters were kind of scary and like the tone of the movie is pretty dark. It It is because honestly, like, so I watched it last week to get ready. And as I finished it, I'm like, eh, like, I don't know why people love this so much. But as I've gone on to watch the next two, I'm kind of like, oh, I, I get it. Yeah. Yep. 
weirdly enough, you know, you don't know what you got till you've seen mm. Annihilation and now Mortal Kombat 2021. Yeah. So personally for me, I think I'm going to give Mortal Kombat 1995, um, the first one, I think I'm going to give it like a C slash, I kind of want to say sweet, but I kind of want- I think I, it's sweet. It's very, it, the, barrier, the barrier of entry is very low for anyone who wants to watch Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I think I'm going to give it a sweet. I honestly am. So there you go. Mortal Kombat 1995, C slash sweet. <laughs> So I, I actually have it at a C minus and sweet, but much like you, like, you know, I think it's fine. I think it's a fun watch for what it wants to do. The practical effects for Goro is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. It actually he looks, he looks cooler and better than the one in this movie. I thought. And for coming out just cause it's an actual dude in this weird suit <laughs> and coming out for 1995 is not bad. It's not bad. No. So, and like the, the little effect with Scorpion, the object coming out of his yeah. head. It looks a little weird, but you know, the sweethearts did their best. Bless their souls. Bless their souls indeed. Yeah. And then Annihilation. Did you watch Annihilation? I have not seen Annihilation, unfortunately. Okay, so like I kind of talked about it last time. It's horrible. It's a huge waste of your time. It it just clearly like the first one sets up these somewhat rules and then Annihilation, they just say oh, we're just going to cheat and break all of the rules that we already set up, and then half the cast doesn't even return. So you've got new people for, like, every single person except for Robin Show oh and the girl that plays Katana. Everyone else is different. Yeah, Robin Show is Liu Kang. Cool. In the first Mortal Kombat. Yes. Very cool. Um, bit of a bit of a hint. Better than the Liu Kang we got in this one. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would agree. Did, does Liu Kang in the first Mortal Kombat, does he have fire come out? Does that happen? I, it's been like three I'm years since to, I've watched it. I don't it. think no, so. I think he's just like a master of mixed martial arts. Yeah, in the second one, you get a bit of like the- The powers. Accessing your arcana kind of a yeah, thing. Yeah, But yeah, uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, I have it a D spoiled. It's amazing. Because there is one cool fight scene with Scorpion and Sub-Zero. Oh, in Annihilation? Also, yeah, in Annihilation. It's pretty decent. It's like near the beginning. Oh, cool. Also, as another thing, Sub-Zero suit in the OG might be better than this one. Dude, I'm telling you, the OG with, with Johnny Cage <laughs> fighting Scorpion and then um, who fights Mortal uh, Sub-Zero? Is it Liu Kang that fights Sub-Zero? In the, I, got, I almost kind of want to watch the first one now. I feel like I have to. Uh, I Yes, yes, I think so. Okay, yeah. I don't remember, to be yeah. honest. Uh, yeah. But the reptile fight with Liu Kang, hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's right. All right, well, oh, that's should right. we get on to the new one, though? We need to talk about yes. the new one. Okay, directed by Simon McCoy, starring a bunch of people that I don't know. Do you want me to pull it up? I can pull up the names of them real quick. I got it right here. Let me pull it up. <clears throat> Louis Tan oh, plays awesome. Cole Young. Jessica McName plays Sonya Blade. Josh Lawson as Cano. Can Really, really a good time. And then Joe Taslam yes. as uh, Sub-Zero. And then we had uh, Hiroyuki Sanada as Hanzo Has Hasashi slash Scorpion, who was terrific as Scorpion. Awesome. Oh, who plays Shang Tsung or whatever his name is? Shin Han. Sh Wait, the bad guy. Who's the main bad yeah, guy? Shang, Shang Tsung. He, he's played by Shin oh. Han. Okay, Shin Han. Uh, All-time great bad guy, too. Yeah. He's like the crooked Chinese billionaire in The Dark Knight. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure is. 
I feel like I've only seen him in villain roles, and he doesn't. And he's in Skyscraper. Fun fact. With The Rock. (laughs) It's amazing. (laughs) I was so tense in that movie. What a movie. Oh, I know. What a film. Um, Well, now, what do we think? What do we think about Mortal Kombat? Oh, my gosh, dude. So, I mean, I call... (laughs) So... After having such a great experience watching Godzilla vs. Kong and nobody in the theater, I was like, I got to keep going to the theater. I got to go see Mortal Kombat in the theater. Um, yeah, don't go see it in theaters. <laughs> Just watch it on HBO Max in your yeah. house. Oh, 100%. Because I called you right after and you're like, should have told you. Yeah, don't see it in theaters. <laughs> Love the dedication, but don't see it in theaters. Yeah. And you shouldn't have to. Yep. Um. Man, it's a bummer. It, it it is because I just wanted. Um, I mean, honestly, the first seven minutes. Because so I watched the first seven minutes on YouTube like two, three days yeah. beforehand, and I was like, "Dang, this actually looks pretty good." And um, you and I were talking yesterday, last night. I think the movie should have just been really solely focused on Sub Zero and Scorpion and their rivalry. And then set up a it's, tournament for the next movie. I felt like things were really rushed in this movie. And I feel like every time Sub-Zero and Scorpion were on the screen, it was super fun. It was super good. And I think most Mortal Kombat people, those are like the two most well-known characters. And they're the two coolest characters, IMO. Yeah. What? So you get introduced to this new character who's Cole Young, which I understand why, but after watching the movie, it's like Sonya Blade is easily the best character in this whole thing. Sonya Blade was cool. And then Kano has the best personality. He's like the jokes and the heart of, not the heart, but like the jokes of the movie, and that's a fun time. Cole Young doesn't do anything in this. His character development is paper thin. It is super thin. I don't mind his character, character though, and I don't mind that, um... Uh, his arcana that he gets. I think it's kind of cool. But uh, yeah, it's just, I never really felt like anything was, was super at stake. I thought some of the, I thought some of the action was cool. Some of the fight scenes were fine, but uh, there was like three scenes that I was like, wow, that was actually pretty, pretty gross and pretty violent. But other than that, I just felt like it was kind of meh. There was so, the second act, it took like 30 minutes of no fighting at one point. (laughs) <laughs> just exposition <laughs> I was like give me more fights so, they're in a cave for the whole second yeah, act yeah. they don't leave they don't leave the cave yep. they physically cannot leave the cave and so that's all they do and then you get it okay also you, you like all of the side characters that they introduce I feel like we're cooler than Cole Young was and what they set up with Cole Young is that he's Hasashi Hanzo's like great-great-great-grandson, a.k.a. Scorpion's great-great-great-grandson. And so they lead you to think that Scorpion is going to somehow, like, be manifested through him, but it doesn't. And it's very weird. He's just his own kind of weird character at the end. Yeah. Do we do spoilers for this? We might need oh, to do spoilers We've got to do this. spoilers. Okay, should we just do yep. it now? Three, okay. two, one. Spoilers. Uh, one dude dies, but he actually gets like the coolest scene of the Oh, Kung Lao? Yeah, with the spinning hat. 
so Holy cool, man. Crap. I was like, whoa. Oh. Like that was that was a fan service moment. And he says it after flawless victory. That was cool. Oh my gosh. Well, that's a thing. Like, you feel like like they picked up on some things that they really needed to do. Like, there's the scene where um uh Lao Oh my gosh, why can't I think of his name? Lao Lao Sung? What is his name? Kung La- The guy with the fireballs? Oh, uh Liu Kang. Liu Kang, oh my gosh, I keep forgetting their names. Okay, Liu Kang is fighting Kano and he keeps doing the like the drop kick and dropping him, and it just reminded me of the button mashing that I would do and do the oh, same yeah. moves over so and over funny. again. So you have these like minuscule small details, but they don't commit to the overall like blood and gr- gruesome fights of the video game. There's only like you said, there's only like three. Yeah, yeah, and then like the 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 last act with um, where they're in the void and they're like, hey, we need to bring the tournament. We need to bring the matchups to them. And then they pair up, and it's just those fights are super quick. Like Jax's fight on the bridge lasted maybe ten seconds. Oh, it was insane how short it was. I was not to mention. I, I told you this last night. I you know because Mortal Kombat has like that that side view of like the profile of each characters while they're fighting. And I thought it would be cool to have each character before each of their fights give like a little you know each character does their little monologue and then they fight. There's not ever a moment like that, really, where you get to see them pair up next to each other and then start fighting and then start the action. It kind of made me wish, as I was watching it, I was like, man, I really wish someone like Ilya Neischuler, who directed Nobody, and the team that did that, helped with this film. Oh, that would have been... Because you can tell there's a clear lack of direction in the fight sequences and choreography of those fight sequences. Yeah, yep. Yeah, there, during this movie, there were times that I actually really enjoyed and had fun with, and there were times where I was just like, "Man," when every time Scorpion was on the on the on the screen, loved it. Sub Zero, I thought was cool. Um, yeah, that was really it with those two. There was some like the the spinning hat was like a whoa moment. Um, some of the dialogue absolutely terrible, which I knew was going to happen. I think the worst dialogue ever in the whole movie is when Natara like screeches and he's like, welcome, beautiful hunter. And that guy was like, ooh, that screech turns me on. I'm like, Ugh. You know what was mine? When Sonya Blade stabs the gnome through the dude's head. Uh, he's like, how are you feeling? And she she stabs it and kills him and says, great, Fe- feels great, mate. Oh, God. And I just, oh, no. <laughs> Oh, it was so just your like, oh, no, yeah, oh, scream yeah. is so bad, dude, but, you know, and it's just one. It's a it's a hundred and ten minute long trailer for the second. Yeah, a hundred percent, hundred percent. So um, I don't want to get into. Spo- well, we're already in spoilers, but Johnny Cage apparently is going to come on for the second one. So, you know, I think do we have a theory of who would play Johnny Cage? <sighs> no idea. Do you John Cena? That would actually be pretty cool. They need a big name they for it because this is like no big names, so they could keep the the contracts really low for these people. John, John Cena would actually be a fun time, but you'd have to assume it's like a WWE person. Yeah. Overall, I thought Mortal Kombat had some fun uh, fan service moments. Um, Scorpion Sub Zero were the best parts. Some pretty bad misdirection at times. Second act was really slow for a Mortal Kombat movie. I know you need some kind of build up. But I thought the first act and then the last like 10 minutes were the best part. 
for me personally. And I'm going to yeah. give Mortal Kombat C minus slash sour. I'm going to give it a sour. That's my exact same grade, C minus slash sour. And I think you and me have come to the consensus that I actually think the, the 95 one might be better than yep. this one. Yep. So there's your Mortal Kombat review. It's a bummer. And um, now we will get into our Oscar reactions. Let's go. Sweet. All right, everyone. Uh, Oscars this year have apparently they're doing best picture now before best actor and best actress. Why they're doing also Tanner's like 30 seconds behind I am. So we're going to we're going to make this work. Best picture, the father. Um, I'm going to say it's my dark horse. If that one wins, I'm not going to be super surprised. Already yeah. won best adapted screenplay. It's, it's I think Nomadland wins. I think, also, so I think shout out to Chloe for winning best director. That's awesome. Oh, how cool would have been had she gotten best editing too? I think low yeah. key. That's very cool that she edited that movie. Who knows? Uh, I have promising young woman. I want to win. But I think, like you, I think Nomadland is going to take it. Yeah, I want I want Sound of Metal to win. I still need to watch The Father. That is something that I need to watch. Yeah, The Father's great. Father's are, a really good watch. What are your thoughts so far of the Oscars? Uh, good. It's very intimate, small crowd, which has been fun. Like we got to watch yeah. Glenn Close shake it. That was fun. Great. She still got it. Eight nominations in, zero wins. Still. <laughs> Still caught it. Uh, I've liked it. What about you? What, what have you thought? It's been pretty good. It's been pretty good. They, it's just, Oscars always come up on me how long it is. <laughs> just the runtime's long. But I do like that, you know, they're in an intimate setting with the smaller theater and been great. Yeah. As, uh, and they kicked it off immediately. Yeah. Right out of the gate with a uh, screenplay. So. I was, and then I, every Original. year they pre, they present the awards in a different order, and it drives me insane. Okay, who did I want to win for screenplay? You got it right for one of them. I think you got it right for original. You guessed it right because I was um, looking at it. No, I wanted original screenplay. I wanted sentimental, but I thought promising young woman would win, and it did. So yeah. cool. Yep. And then best adapted no man land. No, there, the father one. Best adapted screenplay. Yes, that's right. Which it, it's an awesome screenplay. I mean, when you watch it, dude, there are some lines that are just going to give you chills. But no man land. No, in the father. Oh, gotcha. In the father. Uh, anything that like any highlights, any lowlights for you? Anything you didn't like? Um, not that I can think of off the top of my head. I, I, you know, thinking about last year's, last year's felt like an absolute slog. <laughs> and this year has not. So I'm just counting that as a win. That's a great win. Are you, is it almost time for the best picture? It's still going through all of them. It's just going over Nomadland right now. Because I just saw Minari. Okay. Oh, dude, and they always go through like 30 second clips for each one. This is bizarre. Best picture before best actor and best actress. You know what I think? You know what I think is going to happen? I think they're going to do best actor last, and I think Chadwick Boseman wins. Yeah, 
Yeah. That's why they're, that's why they're doing it like this. It's got to be, right? Yeah, that's a good point. It's a really good point. That I'm, makes sense. I'm just now seeing Promising Young Woman. And we haven't even gone through like Trial of the Chicago 7, anything like that. But in the meantime, how's the weekend? It's Sunday night. How's the weekend? Just made 40 cookies today. <laughs> balled oh, out. Balled out. Balled out for sure. Kind of literally, because that's what you got to do with cookies when you bake yeah. them. Well, I made them I made them a couple of weeks ago and I was one cup of flour short. And let me tell you, one cup of flour short will really make a difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, Ken- Kennedy, let's get Kennedy's opinion on it. What did she say about him? Uh, Kennedy, what did you say about the cookies? He said, I was one cup of flour short, and I jumped in something again. I said, Yeah, you were also, you also were short cookies. Yeah, really? We, t- we tossed him. Not this, not this batch. If, if you're, if you're short, even like a half a stick of butter or something, you got game changer. Yep, yep, can't do it. So they, these were better, but I got to have better chocolate chips. Okay. Where, do you just get like the, what, what do you get? I great got, value like the, chocolate I, chips? Yeah, I got the great value chocolate chips. And so this I got to get this bag. What's up? This is best picture. Yeah. For, this is a nomination. Um, but yeah, I want Sound of Metal to win. Who do I want to win? Best picture. Yeah, I want Sound of Metal to win. Sound of Metal. I would love a sound. I'm honestly like pretty content with most of the winners. If Trial of the Chicago 7 wins, I'm going to be a little bummed because it's so, it's a cliche movie. I love the, I like the movie a lot, but out of all of the nominees, I think it's kind of the weakest. Yeah. It's kind of like the Joker. Remember the Joker? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It was is. The Joker it really for, is. Was the Joker nominated last year? That last was last year, right? year. It was like a long time, man. Oh, dude, you know what? You know what made me feel like last year was forever long was seeing Onward nominated for Best Animated. Oh feature. my gosh! When that got when that got nominated, I was like, yeah, that that what that came out in twenty twenty. <laughs> I, I came I've out been, in twenty twenty. Oh, here it is. Here's the nominate. Here's the here's the winner. Goes to. Oh, Nomadland. There it is. Knew it. Yep. Do Knew it. Throw up. 30. <laughs> it's still on my end. It's still showing the clip for Trial of Chicago. <laughs> so Disney, hear, throw up the trailer. I, throw up I the trailer that for Eternals. No Man Land it. That's awesome. And the least surprising event of the Oscars. Nomadland winning Best Picture. Okay. <laughs> we are uh, back as it's on best actress in a leading role. This Peace reveal it to me because I'm still behind. You're probably still on commercial break. It's yeah. just still going. Why do they have best picture before these two categories? I'm blown away. Why would they do this? But like I said, the only reason would be is if Chadwick Boseman wins best actor. Best yeah, actress. okay. I want Carrie Mulligan to win. I do too. But I, I think I think... Francis McDormand, McDormand won. She won. Just got yep. revealed. Congratulations, Frankie McDormand. Man, uh, didn't she? She won uh, for three billboards, right? Three billboards. Yeah, she's won. She, she won for she Fargo as well. I think she oh has three. Yeah, we're going to look at this real quick. Uh, again, in the most, like, in the least shocking news of the Oscars. 
she won. Does this shock you at all for Nomad Land? Um, no, but she's she's just good. Like as you said on your uh, letterbox, she's good at her job. <laughs> she is she is very very good at her job. It's a good point. Yeah. So, uh, best actress. She's won best actress three times. Nomadland, wow. three billboards, and Fargo. She's been nominated five, uh, four times. Wow. Five times. So she's gotten 80%, 60%. 60%. Chance that's of winning, dude. Yeah. That's, a that's like Zion shooting percentage. from the field percentage. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, All right, Geek. I want, to tell, I, want to, I want you to tell the story to all our sweets. <laughs> so so <laughs> we've all been there. So me and Becky were using Hulu Live TV to watch this. As they're announcing the actors in a leading role, I'll keep this quick. We've used all of our emails, all of our credit cards to get free live TV for like the Bachelor finales and probably the Oscars last year. So I go (laughs) and I didn't know this, but I'm like, okay, cool. We've got one more free trial we can use up. I use it. Then I go to my account and I see a charge from April 25th for $75. And I'm thinking, what could it have? Oh, no. We paid $75 to watch the Oscars. Oh, my so, uh, <laughs> I'm so mad. I was so mad, dude. Oh, just, I ho- I, like I said, I hope you cancel that today and just ball <laughs> out for the next month. Watch as much Hulu live television. Oh, I'm going to watch, yeah. um, I'm watch uh, Avengers Endgame and Infinity War every day. Oh, please do. I already have it on Disney+. Plus. All right, best I, like actor I, category. Here we go. Dude, like Chad- I said, I was watching Age of Ultron for the pre-show for Oscars. <laughs> Watched Winter, so- Winter Soldier just last night. It's so good. Oh, Marvel I need a while. Good. It's been a it's while. Here we go. Man. Okay, actor in a leading role. Yeah, I think Chadwick Boseman. Wait. Okay. Holy crap. Anthony Hopkins won best actor. Wow. Anthony, I couldn't hear it because it was so soft. Wow. Hopkins closes out the night. Not Chadwick Boseman. Dang. I'm kind of shocked by that. I'm too. Uh, I will say Anthony Hopkins was so good in the father. Was he? Did he deserve it? Because I haven't seen yes. the father yet. Yes. That's that's yeah. I need to watch. That's next up. To be honest, uh, next year when we do our predictions, we've got to do it like two weeks after they're announced. Because had I seen the father, I think I would have been a lot more inclined to say I think sure. Anthony Hopkins will win. Sure, it. sure. But it's yeah. fun to guess right as they come out, you know. So yeah, I like that. Maybe we got to keep up on it. Maybe that's what we got to do. Yeah, so that we're already well, there, ahead of the game. Well, there's the ninety third Oscars. Until next year for the 94th Oscars. It'll be interesting to see what will be nominated because I feel like every year those big movies that come out are never the ones. Dude, like No Man Land. I didn't know about Promising Young Woman. I didn't know about Nomad. um, What else? Uh, Sound of Metal at the beginning of of last year in 2020. So I will say... This next year in 2022 for the 94th Academy Awards, it's going to be stacked. Yeah. Absolutely stacked. So good. So, so that's that's 93rd Oscars. 
Congratulations to Nomadland, Sir Anthony Hopkins. Congrats on yes. your second Academy Award win, at least second. Francis Great McDormand. performance, dude. Francis McD- Frankie McDormand. That's what I'm going to call you. Uh, congratulations, Kevin Durant and uh, future best friend Mike Conley and Chloe Zhao for just sweeping the floor. Yeah, we love it. Great, awesome. great song. Great, great. Song. I'm seeing a commercial for best Disney song, so that's what popped into my head. But um, until take uh 131 next week for the prequels, we're gonna talk about all three of them. It's your boy the Sweet Keeks. It is your boy TC. Have a wonderful week. Stay sweet. Sweet. sweet.